Oi, 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 oi. Gana beta, kole la podcast go. Coming up in this episode of My Culture Story, I post an interview I did with Alan Boyd of ECU Radio about Munda Sandalwood and sustainable sandalwood harvesting in the desert. Hope you enjoy it. So Manta Sandalwood is an Aboriginal-owned sandalwood harvesting, seeding and oil product company based in Leonora, West Australia. Cato and Diva Muir set the business up to create employment and opportunities for their children and other Aboriginal people in the Western Deserts, Northern Goldfields region. Welcome, Cato. What's the country called up there? Thank you. Um, well, generally it's Wangai, Wangai country. Wangai. Um, yeah, but my tribal group, I'm a Ngalia uh, language speaker and the Ngalia tribe. When did Manta Sandalwood start up? Well, we've only just really launched the uh, Sandalwood story of our business. We've been involved in the Sandalwood industry for many, many, many years. And just recently, we secured a contract with the Forest Products Commission to plant seeds as well as harvest dead sandalwood trees. And we thought, well, we'd add value add to that business and uh, also come up with a small a uh, line of uh, skincare fragrance products that we can sell through our website. So you say you only harvest the dead sandalwood trees in the wild. Are there many left? Is there many to find out there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, of course, the harvesting of uh, Australian native sandalwood has been going on since 1850. Yes, uh, it, so, it was know, a precursor to the gold rush, really, wasn't it? Before the gold rush, yeah. yeah. So I think at one stage it may well have been uh, one of the biggest export products. And um, what that has meant then, though, is that uh, in, well, the wheat belt, there's not a lot of wild lands left out in the wheat belt, but there was, back in the 1850s and onwards, uh, there were sandalwood trees every, everywhere in the wheat belt, which uh, now the only stands of sandalwood left in the wild are basically in the gold fields and on Aboriginal lands in the desert region. And our business model is focused on, well, we've got a ensure the sustainability of the product so you know if we focus solely on dead sandalwood trees so these are trees that have lived lived their lives uh, done their thing produce their seeds etc and have died of natural mm-hmm. causes we harvest those and that goes into the into the system but part of our business model is to say well let's plant back as well so last year we started on a contract with uh, forest products um to plant 500 kilos, so half wow. a ton of uh, sandalwood seed in the bush. That's a lot. That's a lot. We mm. didn't quite make, make the full target, but uh, I think it was close to 400 or thereabouts, at, or 480, I think it was, that we managed to put in the ground. So how many uh, people does it take to plant that many sandalwood nuts? Uh, well, there's a small team of about three, yep. really, and it's, it's <laughs> like flat out, you're sort of carrying a bag of seed in a backpack yep. and walking through the bush, basically, and planting under uh, selected host trees so over time we've got to try and time it with the rain and the weather and all that sort of stuff and uh, so there's a bit of science behind it I think it's just basically going out and planting the seeds. So what is the host tree what do you, do you look for any particular tree? Yeah well the, the main host trees are, are acacia trees yeah. so either mulga or you know the, the various types of wattles and then uh, some of the eremophilas can be acacia uh, host trees as well but it's mostly the the acacia trees. 
and in the Murchison bioregion where we are, acacia trees are one of the major predominant sort of plants. So I guess it's a, it's a very sustainable concept there, of harvesting dead sandalwood and planting new ones. Exactly, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, the formula, uh, you can't really lose, really. No. You're taking the dead trees that have already died and you're replacing them with seeds that uh, if one plant succeeds to grow, that's uh, 100% on, uh, you know, what you've taken. Yeah, well, that's, that was another question. There was how many how many nuts do you use for a for a plant? Because you need a host, I'm assuming, and, and then you so you plant yeah. some yeah. nuts and then see so you, you hope for the best and see how they go. How many do you plant in each hole? Yeah, so there's basically three per hole, and you could probably yeah. have uh, maybe two sets of three per tree. And it's a special blend, special formula that the Forest Products Commission have come up with, where yeah. Basically, there's some seeds are treated to be able to take off immediately. Some are in their raw form and blend of uh, nuts grown from trees on the farms, as well as those harvested uh, nuts picked up uh, from the bush. So, well, that's that's another um, another product, really, isn't it? The nuts. Eventually, after a couple of years, you'll get nuts too. Yeah, yeah, no, well, exactly. So, um, the nut nut oil is uh, it's not so common in the market at the moment, but that's mm. a big part of what our product is. So what and, what is the what is the oil? Well, I mean, basically, you get two types of oil out of sandalwood tree. You get the essential oil, which is the very strong, fragrant oil, and then, of course, uh, the nuts themselves, uh, which are now quite bountiful in the wheat belt areas on the on the farms. There, you can process that. It's a little bit more complicated. Process that and create an oil, and that oil is good for skin care and. That kind of thing. So that's, I suppose, our particular slant that we're we're bringing to market is to say, well, we have a product that has a thousand percent sustainability story. Wow. Um, <laughs> big, big claim, but yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, when you think about it, uh, taking a dead tree and planting seeds back uh, results in. Oh. Uh, mm. Somewhere along the line, uh, you're going to get some tra- trees growing again, and then uh, blending oils that are derived from dead sandalwood with oils that come from the uh, nuts and you end up with this product that we're now marketing which is basically Munda sandalwood oil um, which is basically a blend of these two oils uh, the fragrance and the skincare qualities of the nut oil and it's a very distinct perfume isn't it it's, it's quite strong but it but is, soft yeah. at the same time it's quite strong and it's it's uh, multi-gendered too so you know I, I wear it as a as a man i i wear it so well, you must smell so nice exactly yeah <laughs> and it's the smell of the land so you oh, sort of... that's beautiful so could you tell me the original definition behind the word manta and why you and your partner set up manta sandalwood yeah so ma- manta has that uh the original meaning of the word is the is earth or land so it's a family business we're leveraging off a contract that we have with the uh, forest products commission to harvest dead sandalwood but also having a long history in in the game we thought uh, recognize that there is a need for a sandalwood product that people can buy so most mm. of the sandalwood oil that's being produced goes to higher level markets and there's not a lot of uh, opportunity for ordinary australians ordinary people to actually purchase and make use of this beautiful product oh yeah well it's a great thing you guys are doing uh, developing an aboriginal enterprise from the western deserts of wa when as i understand it most animal products in the market are from imported from india yeah oh, well it's a it's a different sandalwood plant yeah. um the indian sandalwood so there's a, a couple of varieties, and so 
the ones that uh, we're pushing or pushing the uh, recognition for is the Australian native sandalwood, Spicatum, and then the Indian sandalwood is Santalum album. Could you explain a little more about the concept of a sustainable loop? What we're hoping to do here is, you know, close this loop between uh, a sustainable business, uh, creating employment and income for Aboriginal people in, in a remote location and hopefully people purchasing our products uh, really support that story. It's just basically a story of a little business in the bush uh, trying to bring a product to the wider market. Excellent. And where can people get uh, the product from? Yeah, so it's only sold online. Uh, We do have a couple of shops that are showing interest in taking the product, which we will definitely sell wholesale. But at this point, most of our sales are through uh, mundasandalwood.com forward slash shop, um, which is on our website. Just go through the process online there. Excellent. Well, Kadamir, thank you very much for joining me. Very good. Thank you, Well, there you have it, my culture story mob. The story behind Munda Sandalwood, a family-owned Aboriginal sandalwood harvesting and oil business located in the deserts of Western Australia. If you enjoyed this episode, please like it, share it with your friends, and put the message out there about Munda Sandalwood and my culture story. Bye, Luna. Ngolanyago.